Welcome to Rhode Island's Church and State Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Jessica. We're a husband and wife podcast. He's a pastor and I'm a state senator. So you've been warned. We're about to talk politics and religion. And anything else that might get us canceled. Welcome back, everybody, to an episode of Church and State. Today is a special episode. My wife and I are celebrating our 20th year wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Uh, Do you feel any different 20 years later? Any regrets? I don't feel different. I feel like 20 years has just flown by. Wow. What a sweet thing to say. Yeah. I feel different. It feels like forever. Just kidding. I mean that, of course, in the best way possible. Because we married so young. Yeah. You know, and I you was, have a lot of gray hairs now. Yeah. I did not have those before we got married. Yeah. And I don't have, I think I have They only happened three. after I married you. So I'm seeing a correlation here. <laughs> I think that's, uh, was it coincidental? It's not causation? No, I don't think so. Well, they didn't. Although I only have like three gray hairs. So I'm just saying they were not there before I got married. So. Uh, anyways, you know, I thought today we would talk about what, um, what have we learned in the 20 years of marriage and what tips might we have? Some of these are tips that we actually came up with, uh, before we were married. Mm-hmm. Some are things we picked up from other couples, from reading the Bible. Yeah. Some are things we learned from spiritual leaders, mm-hmm. uh, from books. And then there are things that we learned along the way. We were like, oh, you know what? We got to make sure we talk about this or make so sure true. that we incorporate this into our relationship. Kind of like making course corrections. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I hope that this is a benefit to other people. Now, I do want to say this as a disclaimer. If if you feel like your marriage is on the rocks th- and, and things are over, maybe this will be helpful to you, but maybe you also need some additional help. Uh, seek out a, yeah, yeah. Seek, seek out a marriage counselor mm-hmm. or someone to, to give you some guidance and help along the way. But... Um, but at least at a um, uh, at a basic level, I feel like there's some 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 helps and some truth here that that's been helpful to us. So I would definitely give a lot of credit to this list um, of some of the stuff we jotted down, and it was fun to do it. We did it on our wedding anniversary while we were having our dinner. We sat down, wrote out what are some things that might be helpful to other people. That is the truth. We actually did that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> partly because I w- we went to a fancy restaurant. And, um, and super I, we, fancy, super yeah. fancy, but super fancy restaurants do not give you a super great portion. <laughs> so I wiped out my meal in like two minutes and I was like, what am I going to do now? And you're still eating like a nice lady and taking your time. So I was like, well, what if we, uh, use this time to make a list? Just so everyone knows that's listening. David is very efficient with his time. Yeah, I can't just sit there. So for, t- for 20 years, I have learned this, that David is the most efficient individual that I have ever met. And so uh, we just went with it. And it was fun because we, we you know, talked about what worked for us. And uh, so 20 years, David, give us the first one. It was a good use of time though, right? You know, <laughs> like I said, everyone it was efficient our, with his time. It was on our anniversary and it was nice to talk about, you know, what are some of the things that we keep saying and our, yeah. our rules we live by. So... Yes. It wasn't like a work work meeting. <laughs> I feel like that's what you turned this into. I just think if if this was like an IRS like a tax write off, I could say like this is work related. Oh, work related meal. <laughs> work related meal. Oh, that's funny. But yeah. um, no, it was a great day. And mm-hmm. we, like you said, we uh, you spontaneously t- took the day off, and you're like, we should just celebrate our anniversary today instead of saturday and it's like oh that was so sweet it was it was a lot of fun so we drove through all the spots you know where Mm -hmm. we took pictures where we got married actually we got married 
we took pictures in front of the state house so yep. we retook those photos and that was so fun that was fun 20 years later we in 2001 we took pictures at colt state park we went to the state house yeah. those were some of our favorite places we love the view and the mm -hmm. scenery and the pictures and it was cool to go back to the state house of course different some people wonder if you've been planning this for 20 I years know. to be a state senator totally coincidental everyone i promise you it would she, part uh, of the master plan yes part of the master plan of <laughs> of uh <laughs> being a state senator <laughs> yeah no that was not planned at all i just love the architecture and so um so anyways all right so what 20 if, years 20 years what's the secret david i'd say there's a long list and um i don't want to make it a laundry list but we'll just kind of make it a conversation i'd say the first thing is we we've always valued date nights and i learned this from uh our pastor he, he reminds people all the time uh, dates are cheaper than divorces. Mm. And those are words to live by. You definitely, you know, don't complain about the date night or the bill or the, you know, paying the babysitter because in the long run, my God, a divorce could be devastating. So true. That's funny. And the truth is we schedule what's important. So every Friday we've scheduled our dates. Religiously. Yeah. We'd like mm -hmm. to spend that time together. It's not that sometimes things don't pop up or things don't happen, but sure. we are still going to schedule that date that week. Maybe it gets moved to a Saturday or a Thursday night or something. But And you know, I just want to point out that it doesn't have to be an expensive date. No. Like yeah. you and I don't go out for fancy dinners oh, no. every week. Yeah. Sometimes we're just going out for Chinese food or whatever right. it is. Yeah. It's really that time together. Exactly. Face to face, just talking, checking in. Yeah. If all you can do is go out for ice cream, Mm -hmm. That's the date. You can spend time together, go for a walk, right. do something. Right. It's just the two of you. So you can coffee or tea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, Grab you, a dessert if you can't get a babysitter, maybe you can find another couple where you guys can take turns mm -hmm. every other week where you babysit for each other. So date night, make it happen. Prioritize yep. it. It's cheaper than a divorce. I'd say another one would be say, stay on the same page. Mm -hmm. um, before you get married, it's important to have some of these conversations. When I realized that your love language was quality time, I started spending more time with you. And it was actually a big benefit to me because I got to learn more about you. Mm. We'd go on drives and- um, And we cheaper. And it, and it was cheaper <laughs> than buying three dozen roses every week. Yeah. Um, it, was, uh, it was nice because I got to hear from you. And we would drive around, whether it was the East Side or Barrington or East Providence or Providence or Newport, wherever, we would just talk. And we would talk about what kind of family you wanted to see or what wanted to have, mm -hmm. what kind of home you liked, um, what were your, your goals for the future, what are things that you wanted to be, anything. Because I just wanted to learn you, learn more about you and find out, is there compatibility? Are we on the same page? And fortunately, we were when it came to issues of family and faith and the things that were really biggest to me, it was really, really um, uh, helpful for me to know that you and I were both compatible on those issues. But then even on the day-to-day -day issues, I think it's important to have, um, to be on the same page. So mm -hmm. even just communicating like, all right, who's picking up uh, David from whatever? Right. Who's... I'm staying late this week because- I, Yeah, you know. so I'm going to be late for dinner. Right, right, those kind of things. I've got this coming up this weekend. Just making sure we're on the same page, there's communication happening, all that's really helpful and important to keeping the relationship and the marriage healthy. Yeah, I love that. The next one would be keep your in-laws close, but I'm going to I'm going to explain this one because I don't want- <laughs> I don't want it to be uh, misinterpreted or misunderstood. You don't mean like keep your friends close and your enemies closer, but your <laughs> in-laws even closer? <laughs> Not quite, no. Okay. Um, I 
I would say we have a really great relationship with our in-laws. Yes. Um, they're supportive. Uh, they're they, amazing people. They really are. The, what I say is you want to have a good relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't meddle. They mm. don't insert themselves into how you raise your kids, you know, um, into, into marital issues. We keep that uh, obviously separate. But um, they are our biggest cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah. So I think keeping them close and keeping that relationship healthy mm-hmm. and uh, in, in like with healthy boundaries, I think that's really good. Um, and then uh, uh, I, I would encourage people to have a good, strong foundation. So you and I did a lot of the heavy lifting for our marriage, not after we were married, but before we were married. We met with other couples, successful ones, good ones, healthy ones, also our pastor. We read books. We we wanted to go into our marriage building a strong foundation that we could build the rest of the marriage on top of. And I would say it's because our one of the reasons why our marriage is so strong is because of some of that early heavy lifting and that early work of just spending those months preparing for marriage, making sure we understood understood this was a lifelong commitment, that this was going to be a life of serving one another, uh, sacrificing many of our own desires for the interest of the family and of the, the marriage unit. So true. Uh, the next one I'd say is never use the D word divorce. Mm. Um, a lot of people, I mean, I've, when you're fighting, sometimes you get angry and you want to throw that out there. But if you are just, you know, in the heat of the moment saying, well, maybe we should just get divorced or maybe we shouldn't say it again. Well, um, that's definitely not building a strong foundation for your relationship. And, um, I'd say just erase it from your vocabulary. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you'll hear guys even say, you know, what's the point of marriage? It's just a piece of paper. It's like, yeah, but so is money. Money is just a piece of paper. And you work hard for it. You work hard for it. You value it. You want to protect it. You don't want to lose it. So, uh, marriage, yeah, marriage is, is more than a piece of paper. It is a sacred oath you're declaring your love and affection and commitment to someone it's powerful and and it's not just it's something so serious that you're doing it in front of your family your friends the state god you know at a marriage ceremony that's so true there's a it's a powerful picture of what this uh, what this uh, th- this relationship is about it's mm. a commitment to one another so ladies if you ever hear a guy say it's just a piece of paper run Run in the other direction. Yeah, and ask him for his money since he doesn't value paper. <laughs> Take his money from him. Uh, next one is uh, defend your spouse. And I'm not. Uh, we're not saying that you know if your spouse is an abusive spouse that you're defending your spouse. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, healthy relationships. Um, so you know, forget the extreme. We're not talking about the extremes. But you want to believe the best in your spouse, yeah. and you also want to say the best things about your spouse. You're not going to complain about them. Um, to your friends and to, to other people, you're their biggest fan. Right. right. And if somebody tries to come to you and maybe it's a friend or someone else and they're trying to knock down your spouse, be their biggest fan, their biggest supporter. Yeah. Um, don't, don't give room to gossip and complaints and negativity about someone you're going to live your life with, someone you've decided to commit yourself mm-hmm. to. They may not be perfect and there's going to be things they need to work on, but I wouldn't join in a negativity tirade about your, your spouse. Yeah. Be a defender of theirs. What's the next one? Uh, it's, uh, it's not what you get, but it's what you give. You know, I think a lot of times people get into a marriage thinking, this person is going to complete me. This person is going to make me happy. Oof. But in reality, marriage is not about you. It's about the other person. It's about the marriage, the oneness, this new relationship, this new entity that's been formed. It's about the family. 
So uh, I think we need to check our own selfishness and make sure that this is going to be, you know, it's not a sacrifice. It's not this, you know, you're not becoming a martyr when you marry someone. <laughs> Um, but it is, it's, it's a joyful sacrifice. You enjoy seeing the other person happy. You see, you find contentment and satisfaction when you're able to, to, uh, to help someone and serve someone else. Yeah. So just make sure that you're getting into it with that right mindset. It's not going to be what you get. It really is what you can give. Something we've talked about in the past, uh, would be pick your battles, mm -hmm. right? Not everything needs to, needs a fight. Some right. things you can just. Yeah. You don't have to Overlook. be offended by everything, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. Um, what's the next one, David? Um, I would say learn a second language. I'm not talking about Portuguese here or Spanish. <laughs> I'm talking about a second love language. You are likely familiar with the book we've talked about in the past, The Five Love Languages. Mm -hmm. You probably know your love language and expect your spouse to speak it, but hopefully you're learning theirs and you're becoming more and more fluent at it. So I would say learn their love language and practice it all the time, daily. Make sure you've asked yourself, daily. Yeah. have I communicated to my spouse that I love them in a way they understand it? And that mm -hmm. book, The Five Love Languages, will help you to, to understand that. Yeah. Another one would be don't be a mind reader. I think a lot of times we think that we understand exactly what our spouse is thinking. We know their intentions. That's their, the biggest mistake. Their deep thoughts. It is. None of us are telepaths. God did not design us to read each other's minds. He designed us to speak, to communicate, to work things out face-to-face. Mm -hmm. -face. Yes. And I would say that is a, it's a hard thing to do because you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position mm -hmm. when you're trying to communicate with someone how you feel, how, um, how they made you feel. So, yes, I love that. You are not a telepath. That's good. Another one would be uh, looks matter, but character matters more. And I'm lucky enough to say they, I got both. I got, I have a, a wife answer. who is incredibly beautiful, stunning, uh, stunning looks. Just wow. amazing. Oh my amazing. goodness. But her character, I mean, that she's got a great heart, beautiful personality, lovely, lovely uh, person. But, uh, but I think sometimes people can be short-sighted and they're only stuck up on the looks when you need to ask yourself, what is this person going to look like 20 years from now, 40 years from now, 60? Am I still going to, can I, can I picture myself with this person? Can I see myself growing old with this person? Are they mm -hmm. kind? Don't even look at them just as like a, as a husband or as a wife, but can you look at them and say, this might be a good father or a good mother? Right. Yeah. Um, long-term. You got to think long-term. I remember when we were dating, I would observe your, um, interactions with your family, your mom, your, your brothers and sisters, and just to see, and boy, did you really like really demonstrate a lot of patience with your siblings? I thought, okay. Oh, you caught me on the good days. <laughs> I, I was no saint. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, you want to, you want to see how they, uh, they uh, behave in their natural habitat. <laughs> Well, a lot of it has to do with, you know, showing respect and honor to your parents, to yes. your, your siblings, mm -hmm. but I would say even honor your own spouse. And that would be another marriage tip mm -hmm. that honor them, you know, don't treat them like just another one of the guys. All right. Next one is prioritize your spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, we all have friends, we have kids, you know, we but have what's family. The order? What's the order of priorities? Right. Your spouse. Yes. Your spouse should be first, not your kids. 
you know, so when you have babies and toddlers, obviously they're going to be prioritized because they're, they're depending on you for life, you know, for sustenance. They're totally dependent. Totally and dependent they let on you. Know you. It. Uh, yes, exactly. Every two hours when they want to be fed. Um, but, you know, our kids, when they're like, oh, I want to go on date night, don't go stay home with us. Like, no, date night's important. Mommy's going to go out with daddy. You're going to stay with the sitter. You'll be fine. You'll right. live. And, um, you know, we're the better for it. We're better parents for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and our kids, they know they, they're secure. They know that mommy and daddy love each other. And right. that there's, you know, it, it, it's, it's for their benefit as well. It is. And I think um, when, when the marriage is healthy, I think the parenting and the, the, the family is healthy. So, the, yeah. you know, the there's trickle down eco- economics. I'd say yes. there's trickle down family health. It's, it really starts with mom and dad. If, if they're on the same page, they love one another, they're best friends, they're spending time together, they're laughing, they're joyful. The kids benefit from that. But when mom feels like she's not being loved and there's no attention being made to her or dad feels like he's disrespected, man, I mean, the kids feel that and there's tension in the home. So whether it's the date nights or some of the other things we talked about, you need to show priority to your spouse, not your work, not your, not your, um, you know, golfing or your weekends with your buddies, but, or, or your lady friends, but really prioritize your spouse. Make sure you spend time with that person. This is the most important relationship in your life. Mm -hmm. Don't lose sight of that. Doesn't mean you can't have other relationships. I mean, obviously you're going to hang out with your friends, whatever, but this is number one. Right. The priority. You know, there was that couple that I've heard of. Well, we know one, but we've always heard of couples like, oh, what do we do when the kids are gone? Like, they feel like they're strangers, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, my whole life was taking care of kids and going to soccer practice, but you didn't spend any time yeah. working on the. So you feel like you're married to a stranger 20 mm-hmm. years later. Right. And then you get the empty nest thing yeah. where you look at each other and just realize, I have nothing in comparison. You know, we were keeping it together for the kids, but the kids I don't want to be that couple. No. So, yeah. And that's one reason why we've really been intentional about whether it's our date nights or just prioritizing one another simple things like the phone you know we're not going to be on a phone or social media all the time when we're on our dates or having dinner or spending time together we know that's time to put the phone aside and um, and really um, give our attention undivided attention Mm -hmm. to one another Uh, another one how about financial health I, i think that finances really can determine you know, marital health. We know that it's the number one cause of right. divorce number has one. been um, financial conflict and and um, incompatibility. So uh, it doesn't mean you have to be wealthy. No, no, not at all. I think it's just a matter of really being on the same page. Yeah. You know, like, do we both understand that debt is bad and we want to stay away from it? And what is our debt situation like? What's our budget? And how are our priorities and our values as a family reflected in that budget? Mm-hmm. I think all these things are important. So true uh, for the for couples to work out finances. You got to work that out. Another one, um, trust, absolute trust. Right, I can't trust everyone, mm-hmm. and I don't trust everyone. Right, trust is earned, and you build that over time. So you do have to trust somebody, right? You can't go through life not trusting anyone. So your spouse is the person you should be able to trust implicitly, yeah, without any reservation. Right, right. So hopefully you're doing that. Yep. I do. What you don't think I don't trust you? <laughs> oh, you're talking to people. Gotcha. Um, what about fighting? What about fighting? Uh, do Do we have any rules for fighting? Fight in public so no. everyone can watch. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Oh sorry. my gosh! Can we say this? We were in uh, Miami <gasps> and uh, walking down oh the street, and we saw this couple just break out. I didn't know Miami was like this. So we were supposed to, it was supposed to be a fun getaway for right, our anniversary. Right. Instead, it was like 
observing the no, the, like you're in the wild observing. Uh, no, I felt like I was, it was survival mode. Like that day we were in South Beach, I was like constantly looking over my shoulder. Yeah. Is something going to happen to me? Yeah. Because this couple broke out into a fight and literally the, the woman breaks her beer bottle on a trash can, oh, turns it, it into can? a knife. Yeah. And then she's jabbing at her uh She's going like for the neck. The jugular and the eye. She even went to the eye. She's really? Trying to get I didn't to see that part. Inches away inches anyways rules for fighting uh don't do it in public yeah don't do it in public don't break any bottles yeah <laughs> don't go for the jugular oh my goodness no right. in seriousness Seriously, though, yeah like I, I will have conflict and disagreement mm -hmm. but we uh we we keep it private you know we don't like to fight in front of the kids mm -hmm. so if we have a disagreement we'll talk about it later when the kids aren't around but we also don't um uh we we if, if never the, fight in front of people. Yeah, if there's a couples never. or a family over or people over or where you know, you know, some outing, I just it's awkward no, for it's, everyone else. It makes every the whole situation just gets weird. Weird. Yeah. So if uh, you're sometimes I see couples do this, but they'll argue with one another in front of other people, and I've even seen them demean their spouse mm, in front okay. of other people. Yeah. Not cool, because no. not only are they trying to defend themselves from you, but now it's like they, they, their eyes are rolling to the back of their head. Like, what are other people thinking? So yeah, so find some rules for fighting. Yes. Next one. Get healthy. Get around healthy marriages, mm -hmm. um, and you know, I think you've said it, you're, we are the sum of the average of our closest friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you are who you hang out with, find healthy, uh, individuals. I mean, find healthy people, marriages. Right. Right. There are times that I've, uh, people have tried to give me advice and it's usually not good advice. And I just remember looking at this person's life and say, wait a minute, this person does not know anything about relationships, but like, no long-term relationships, not healthy, and they were trying to give me advice. Meanwhile, I was looking to other people who had good, healthy marriages, lives, successful, uh, you know, just good, healthy people, mm -hmm. and they were totally for us. Just uh, you know, get around some healthy people. Maybe it's reading some books or listening to some podcasts. Um, finding maybe it's even. Uh, benefiting from good counseling to uh, to work out some kinks but make sure you're healthy make sure if there's any unhealthy habits or behaviors or addictions that you have you're working that out so that you're not bringing any baggage into into the marriage mm -hmm. i think even sometimes we have like unhealthy models that we grew up with you know like we saw mom and dad do or what we saw other couples do, and it kind of normalized it for us. Yeah. It's important before you get married that you, uh, or even while you're married, just to make sure you're not bringing some of that baggage into the relationship. And if you're able to identify it so that you don't repeat those models. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, another one, be old-fashioned. What do you think about that? Be old-timey. And boy, I like that, David. Um, just chivalry, right? Open the door for your spouse. Um uh, I mean, like I see little old couples still holding hands and, mm -hmm. you know, I look at them and like, oh, I want to be like that. I want to still be in love, you know, I when I'm it. 80. Yeah. They open the doors yeah. for their spouse. I think there's a lot of things that like our grandparents did that um, there was some wisdom in it. You know, it's like the, the way that they would treat one another mm -hmm. and they, they honored one another. Um, you know, uh, put, put, put one another's, um, first uh yeah. next one be learn your spouse's interests 
So um, David knows that I love shopping. So. And I hate it. I deplore it. It saps the life and strength from me. It's my kryptonite. I can't stand it. But usually after dinner, like, hey, you want to go shopping? You want to you go to the store? I'm like, yep, absolutely. But I don't really enjoy the movies very much. I do like movies, but mm. it's not my, you know, David, I think it's been a whole Saturday just at the theater watching oh, movies. Oh, yeah, just hide out. One, one movie for me, I'm like, oh, okay, that's bounce good. I'm good for a room month. To room. <laughs> can't do that now, I mean, but. Did you? Have you done that in the past? I can't tell you that. This is going out to the world to hear. So, um, so I will go to the movies and I'll sit there and, you know, sometimes I'll be like, that was a horrible movie and other times I'll enjoy it. But so do I say things... that about every shopping experience. That was a horrible experience. Unless... Except when you get something, then well, you enjoy it. If we go to like um, Best Buy or something like that, now, you know, gadgets, things I can play with and pick up and kind of look at. I love that. But Marshall's, my God, it's like deadening. It's soul sucking. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Five minutes in, I'm looking for the, the, the uh, shoe section so I can find a seat. It's sit true. Down. You sit down. Yep. I'm yeah. just like, I can't do it. And those I'm puppy dog out. eyes look up at me and like, are you done yet? <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I literally turn into the weakest man ever. All right. Next one. But yeah, I would just say, learn your spouse's interests. I think that's really important. You know, restaurants, whatever it is. And then the last one, uh, and this one is one of those rules that we lived by before we got married. We just said, this is, we don't want to live in perpetual conflict and bringing up the past and being bitter. So we said, we're not going to go to bed angry. And that mm -hmm. came from one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible and uh, favorite books in the Bible in Ephesians, where it says, do not let the sun go down on your anger or on your wrath. Um, and I love that every day we have an opportunity just to kind of clear the decks and make sure that there's nothing, no weirdness, no anger, no hostility between us. Well, we have a chance to to hit the reset. Now, sometimes we have to schedule a conflict for another day. We're like, listen, we're not going to agree. We're going to have to talk about this later on when the kids aren't around. Or, um, um, yeah, but you don't want to go to bed angry because you're going to wake up the next morning and you're going to get ready for work. You got to get the kids ready for school, and then you're not going to have time to talk about it. And then before you know it, something that could have been um, settled and and, and it suddenly turns into this big yeah, issue it's going on for where days you're like, or weeks. why are we still fighting about this? Yeah. Yeah. You know? but it, truly sometimes people don't even remember what the original argument exactly. was about. Exactly. They just know that they're angry because the feeling is still there. The feeling is there. Wow. That's so true. Well, that wraps up another episode. Um, I hope these tips were helpful to you when we wrote them down. There were like 30 of them, but we tried to shrink it down to about 20. So we, we just shared with you 20 tips for 20 years, for 20 years yeah. of marriage. And it's not exhaustive and it's not maybe even universal, but I know that it's been very helpful to us. So we both uh, hope that they're helpful to you, especially if you're married or preparing for a marriage. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day and we'll, listen to or you'll listen to us <laughs> in the next episode. See ya. Today's closing quote comes from Ruth Bell Graham, wife of Reverend Billy Graham. She said, a happy marriage is a union of two good forgivers. Thanks again for listening. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, help us by subscribing and sharing these episodes. And for more content, check out churchandstateri.com. 